listening to Inside Healthy Teams by Apricot Consulting, a series that draws on the experience of experts to unearth the principles of personal and team leadership. For more information, go to apricotconsulting.us. Welcome to Inside Healthy Teams from Apricot Consulting, revealing conversations with executives designed to help leaders build healthy teams and organisations. We look to help organisations live their purpose, strengthen connections and deliver business impact. On this podcast today, we're joined by James Natsis, Apricot Consulting's uh, Chief Operating Officer. Today, we are talking about adopting a new operating model. And especially in light of COVID-19, this topic is perhaps more relevant than ever. Welcome, James. Welcome, James. Yes, James and James. So hopefully our listeners don't get too confused. We don't sound the same, do we? Great to be on the show. (laughs) So firstly, James, um, I want to know, what are you finding right now in the industry? Well, certainly COVID-19 is at at the very least disrupting business models as we see them. And that's both a challenge and an opportunity uh, for, for most of the data out in industry a lot of execs would actually say org, org redesign is a key priority for them and sometimes you don't get a choice on when you get to do that and this is one of those times. So organisational redesign is what is going on effectively. We're not just moving to remote ways of working. We're actually looking at operating models that underpin that in the first instance. Yeah, well, right. So I suppose where are you then focusing your efforts right now? Well, there are lots of organisations focusing on some of the strategic components, some on the, the, the workflow uh, and and everything in between. And I guess what we focus on and a lot of our research over the years has been working primarily with leaders and teams themselves in the area of culture. In fact, we've designed a tool which we call the Culture Impact Index, which some of our listeners have probably heard on previous podcasts and what a lot of organisations don't do is, uh, and we see this happening a lot, a lot of companies right now are moving to Zoom, they're working to, moving to Teams, they're working to go to meeting, WebEx, et cetera, to hope that they are still doing BAU activities the way they were. What many don't realise is that whatever you've done in an on-site, in an on-site context will actually be magnified in a remote working model. So... That's where culture plays a key part. Culture is the bit that underpins the success of that. Now, I don't believe that culture eats strategy for breakfast. Strategy is really, really critical in business, but it's two wings of the same plane. You need both a good culture and a strategy. More importantly, in the season that we're in right now, to ensure that the culture that the business has as they transition to a remote way of working and inadvertently in an org redesign has the right culture. So that's the sweet spot that we're in and we've got a tool that we've established that helps organisations make that transition effectively so that they continue to keep the lights on and build their businesses in this really challenging time. Yeah, great. Well, I'm keen to hear about that tool but before we get to that, what are are you seeing as some of the biggest challenges with adopting a new operating model right now? Well, aside from the really basic stuff, so many of our clients have worked in a traditional bricks and mortar environment where people go to work and they see that same person, they work next to them, they send them an email, they have a chat, they have a, a water cooler chat, they get in the lift, they go out for coffee, etc. 
that's no longer becoming a reality right now. So aside from the obvious, and then on top of that, we're asking people to adopt new technologies and use them very, very quickly and deliver the same kind of work that they delivered. Not very many people are familiar with how to do that well. Uh, So ensuring the right change management program is is rolled out to deliver the ROI on that is is also a key point. Uh, And aside from that, the obvious bits that are what we call under the iceberg, which is if there are issues in communication while being off-site and on-site, sorry, many organisations would, would agree that their BOU communication model uh, either has too much communication on the wrong things, too many emails, etc. So you then take that communication challenge and you put that in a remote context, your communication is going to be even weaker than it was on an on-site model. So looking at your communication, trust, accountability, visibility, they're all the things that our culture impact index helps organisations uh, understand and then helping them design that moving forward. So, for example, if trust is an issue with your leadership team in a bricks and mortar model where people go to work in a building, then you magnify that three or four times at the very least once you move to a remote working model. So certainly looking at the soft and the hard factors, looking at process, looking at workflow, looking at the way decision-making is dispersed and done, uh, the sign-off on those, and then on top of that, the actual artifacts that you produce that may be assets, if you like, of what the business produces are really critical. And then on top of that, there are many organisations that have to do a hybrid model where they still turn up, there's still supply chains that need to move things in and out of stock, but then they need it, they no longer can communicate in a room in a meeting. How do we disperse that? They might be on a phone, but only being a metre and a half away or whatever that may be. So certainly we're seeing a ripple effect at every level of what it takes to be an operating model. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you've already, yeah. So you touched on some of the, um, some of the challenges there. So what can business leaders be doing and perhaps, uh, you know, bring in that, uh, the tool that you've talked about, the cultural impact index tool, what can business leaders be doing right now to combat some of those challenges? Well, I think at the very least communication, I know we've touched on this in previous podcasts, but sometimes we think we over communicate, but this is a time in history where we've got to be very close to communication. This is not just an overhead anymore. Communication can be sometimes seen by executives as a nice to have if I had a bit more time I'd actually talk to people but this is actually the time more more than not that if you don't, it's going to impact on team morale, team culture and overall outcomes in the business. So making sure we get on the front foot for communication, whether that's on the phone, whether it's on a video conference, if bandwidth permits of course, uh, those things are becoming increasingly critical. Making sure our communication of what we write in emails is clear and concise. The days of waffling in an email because we can, because we have in the past, now it's even more pertinent for a leader to be much clearer in what they're communicating, what the outcome of that communication is. So getting on the front foot, I think it's a really good time in this, what I call this reorganization period that we're in right now, to actually use this as an opportunity. And I think this is a positive, to actually uh, undo some of the things that were probably in, you know, barriers and hindrances. So if trust is an issue, now's the time to actually address that as a topic. If, if being authentic is an issue, now's the time to just discuss this as a, as a topic. If communication is an issue, now is a time for us to actually get on the front foot, looking at a communication plan, building a communication plan. Now's the time to actually look at, do we have the right change capability within the team to manage our team into this new operating model, now is the time if accountability is an issue to look at people's KPIs, to look at what they're expected to deliver. When are they expected to deliver that? 
What does success look like? This is a really good aha reset moment to ensure that businesses stay sustainable and they navigate these challenging waters moving forward. And I guess one final one is, uh, as you ask that question, is in the area of innovation. Well, they say that uh, necessity is the mother of all invention. Uh, Churchill himself said, don't waste the crisis. This is a really good opportunity for us to look at what can we lean out? Do we need to have a war room, a daily war room where we st- we get together in a, on a virtual stand-up and we say, hey, what are we focusing on today? What can we change? What can we do differently? What's a process that we can improve? What can we cut out that's no longer relevant? Everyone is looking at cost right now. Innovation is a great opportunity to actually bring that forward, to test ideas, to implement them, to cut out the red tape, to move things out of the way that, no- that need to be there, to flatten out leadership structures, to cut out bureaucracy, they're all really good opportunities for our leaders to jump on. And certainly our tool and our research is showing that, um, that those things have always thought as priorities, but now more than ever, having the right culture to enable those elements is going to be really, really critical. So James, I, that that all sounds great. If I'm a business leader, that all sounds terrific. And you know, in an ideal world, we'd love to be doing all of those things. I'm just trying to stay afloat right now. So, so I understand the why. Yes, we need to do that stuff, but but how how am I going to do that? Is it more than just a comm strategy? Is it more than just what you were saying there? Tell me, what do we, what do I do? What do I do practically tomorrow to start to implement some of these things? Yeah, well, there's a number of moving pieces here because we are in a time of chaos, and when there's chaos, we're all doing things that are left-handed. We're all doing things that aren't necessarily familiar for us. So. I think the person who wins in this season of life obviously has the right products and services for other companies that that provide that value. But mixing in the fast to speed, the fast speed of an organization, which you have to be when you're chaotic, is some slow thinking time. So, as a leader, it's very important that one of the first disciplines that we do as a leader is spending some slow thinking time as we start each day and then really drill down on what are the two to three things that are going to move the needle in the business. So building those disciplines and practices is no greater time right now because the other temptation is just to run around like a headless chook with the thought that if I'm running faster, automatically that then means I'm going to be more effective. So we've got to slow our thinking down, start of the day, end of the day, a really good time for us as leaders to do that and try to distill down to one or two or three key focus areas and then make sure the leaders are focused on that. If you're in a consulting firm, for example, then sales and delivery are the two key things. So everything else is sort of not insignificant, but they're things that enable those things to occur. So making sure that we can distill the language. If you're on a supply chain, what does success look like for our teams? What do we need to push out that day? Trying to simplify what success looks like for our team because our teams are anxious and they can't consume too much anyway. So I'd be looking at slowing our thinking down, making sure that our teams know what success looks like in the in the, new, in the in the world that we're in right now. That is a daily reality. It's not a weekly or monthly reality anymore. It will be in time once the dust settles in this new world. Simplifying the message, simplifying the success measures about what they are and making sure people are clear on what they are and then working towards those. Okay, so I and under normal circumstances, moving the pendulum, moving the needle of change is incredibly difficult anyway. 
uh, what can we be doing as leaders to impress upon our staff, to win them over, to, I suppose, bring them along the journey of, hey, we need to embrace this new operating model. We need to move quickly or we need to adapt. We need to we need to pivot, whatever it is. Uh, what can we do as, as leaders? And you, I know you've already touched on a couple of things, but maybe there's something else that we can pull out there. Well, certainly, James, and our research keeps showing through our, our culture impact index tool the role of purpose and probably more than ever purpose is being challenged because purpose historically was I go, to, I go to work to get a paycheck and then I go home and then so one of our other areas that we look at is engagement. So engagement is a challenging thing, especially when you move to a remote working model. How do you build engagement? Because if we don't, social distancing occurs and then people feel like they're not connecting. So looking at cultivating ways to do that, I think a daily stand-up or war room scenario is a really good way to, to, to help do that. It's short, it's pithy, it's 15 minutes. The other point is really around our why. There's a really good opportunity for companies to really distill their why statements and sometimes the why statements. What's our why statement for our team? What's it? Not just the why statement. What is it? What is it? What, what is our why? And really simplifying that message down and working with the team to crystallize that because I think sometimes in these times, they're the things that go and we end up running around doing things that poss- possibly are less high leverage activities and more low value activities. So the, the really clarifying the why with their team, really looking at the, the area of engagement. And then I think we can't say this enough. I know it sounds simplistic, but over-communicating, mm. getting on the front foot yep. with our teams to tell them, hey, um, we can't guarantee you jobs in the next weeks and months. We're doing our best to ensure that you do have your job. But being upfront and open about that, there's, mm. there's no better time in history for, for leaders to be open and transparent. This is not the time to put their hand in their face and say, let me get back to you have an open and honest real conversation because the chances are you're carrying the same anxiety as they are. Let them know about that. Some really uh, great insights there from you, James. So we appreciate you coming and speaking to us. And thank you to our listeners for joining us here on Inside Healthy Teams. Thanks for listening to Inside Healthy Teams by Apricot Consulting. We hope you found it helpful. And if you did, it would help us if you could rate and review this episode on your podcast platform and subscribe for more episodes. For more information, go to apricotconsulting.us.